T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Hey now, we're back. It is Reese on the radio, filling in for Todd Feinberg, the number 860-522-WTIC, top of the hour. I've got less than two minutes, but let's go to Bob in Waterbury. He says the death penalty is not enough. Hey, Bob, you're on with Reese on the radio on the Todd Feinberg uh, yeah, show. I was listening to your nationwide news, and the people from Parkland were saying that the, the guy should have got the death penalty. No. I, I used to be a death penalty, but I'd just rather have him sit in a – Eight by eight jail with a little bit of window to see some fresh air and just sit there for sixty freaking years. <laughs> sit him, sit you him know? there forever. Right. If he ever gets out, then that's a travesty. Well, this kid, we're, we're talking about the Parkland shooter, right? Nicholas Cruz. Yeah, yeah. that was the nationwide news, and they're all yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll pay five dollars and give him uh, Cheetos every day, but <laughs> let this guy die is going to give. Him no, let him sit there and see what he's missing for the next. I couldn't imagine being in jail for freaking 24 hours, let alone right. 60 freaking years. Yeah, I mean, it's there's going to be a culture that he will probably adapt to, and I think that's the reason why people would rather him not exist another day on this earth. Well, yeah, I, I got that. You know what I mean? If they, if they start giving him uh, computer stuff and crap like right that. exactly I mean, he starts I'm, gaining I'm privileges and i'm not yeah. for that you yeah. know, but don't make it easy on him absolutely not there's got to be a degree right there's got to be a punishment that fits the crime and in this case with 17 people dead something you know something's got to give you know and i uh, think you that's know what, what we do let him yes, spend sir. 30 years then kill him well, that's that's always a possibility. Right. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate the call. <laughs> what? Anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm going to talk about that. But anyway, we're going to get into traffic in a second. But when we do get back after traffic and a couple of messages, stick around. We have got to get into this story with the um, with Border Patrol agents and, and this, uh, this absolutely Devereliction of duty that came from the Secretary of uh, Department of Homeland Security. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Hey now, we're back. It's Risa on the radio, filling in for Todd Feinberg on News Talk 1080 WTIC. That telephone number, if you want to call, please do. It is 860-522-WTIC, 860-522-9842. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, I'm a windbag, so what? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) 
The job is to talk. Homie, <laughs> I have to talk. <laughs> Senator, oh, sorry, Secretary Mayorkas in the Department of Homeland Security. Today we're talking about the maligning of our law enforcement on, in all facets. It's funny that the only ones that you can't malign right now is the FBI, you know, because they're going after Orange Man, Orange Man bad. FBI, it's like, how dare you malign the FBI while they go after the mean, bad Mr. Trump. The FBI and the CIA are pillars of law enforcement. The cops, eh, whatever. Border Patrol, eh, whatever. Law enforcement, FBI gets a pass. No, they can do no wrong. As long as they're going after the right people. But Border Patrol agents, do you remember the story? I remember the story. As soon as I heard the media report on it, I said, yeah, it's bogus. Images that make you think of how enslaved people were treated. Border agents using some kind of whips around migrants at the border. At least one Border Patrol agent using a, a whip and was effectively trying to lasso some of the migrants. Whipping, I don't care what anyone mm. says. Yes, it's a rain, but nonetheless, there was whipping that happened. Border Patrol agents using reins against migrants. They say that this looks like slavery. They say that this is cruel, that it's inhumane. I was not aware that whips, um, which come from the slave era, slavery era, were part of the package that we issue to any sort of law enforcement. In 2021, seeing whips and being them corralled on horses was just a sickening and dehumanizing image. When you start whipping people with, and you want to split hairs between reins and whips, I don't care what it is, that lacks humanity. Ooh, lacks humanity, they told us. Those evil Border Patrol agents on horseback with cowboy hats set us back to the days of slavery. Mayorkas knew that it was a lie. All of it was well aware of it being a lie. Two hours after he received an email that exonerated them, he still, still went out and told a lie. Still did. Here's Bill Malugin, Fox News. An email obtained through a records request reveals that DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas was privately alerted by DHS officials that the whipping narrative behind the infamous horseback border patrol photos wasn't true. But at a press conference hours later, Mayorkas didn't stop or dispute that narrative. The email was obtained by the Heritage Foundation, which filed a Freedom of Information Act request with DHS seven months ago, seeking all DHS communications about the incident with the horseback agents in Del Rio, Texas last summer. Now, last week, DHS finally produced an initial batch of emails, including one from September 24, 2021, the same day President Biden said this. To see people treated like they did, horses barely running over people being strapped, it's outrageous. I promise you those people will pay. Now, hours after the president's comments, Marsha Espinoza, DHS's top public affairs official, sent this email to Secretary Mayorkas and other DHS officials at 12.05 p.m. In the email, Espinoza sends Mayorkas a news article and 
literally highlights that the photographer who took the infamous whipping photos said in an interview that things aren't what they seem with his photos, that he and his colleagues never saw agents whipping anybody, and that his images were being misconstrued. Yeah, but, you know, we're not going to let the truth destroy a narrative now, are we? Imagine your boss, a secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, is running around, running you into the ground. You know you've done nothing wrong. You know the images are being misconstrued. The media is ripping you to shreds. And this guy goes on TV in front of the White House press corps. He says this. The whipping, the, the whips, the horse whips. Sir, I'm not a, that, is something, that is something that horrified us all. And, you know, this morning I was on radio and um, the interviewer uh, said that it was, uh, it troubled uh, very profoundly the black and the African-American community. By the way, he's telling this story about him being on the radio this morning. This is two hours after he received an email that he knew, he knew that it wasn't true. And I, I, I said one thing, and, and it, this should be clear. Those are not the only communities that it, um, it horrified. Those are not the only communities uh, that it concerned. Of course, that concern might be most acute uh, given uh, the history uh, in this country and in other parts uh, of the world. But all of America is horrified to see what those images suggest. And he knows he could have told them, look folks, I'm sorry to inform you, but the narrative is wrong. What happened? The evidence shows that nothing took place. He went on there and he literally belabored it. He ushered it into a new stratosphere. He pushed it. This is a top-down initiative to go after the police department. Why? Because it scores political points. You saw that entire montage. You heard all that, that entire montage of all of those people in the media. That's who they're trying to score points with. That's who they're trying to score points with. Not with you. Not with the people who they're supposed to be in charge of. Nope. Those people, throw them under the bus any chance you get. 860-522-WTIC. 860-522-9842. Let's go to Rick in Cheshire on the border. Hey, Rick, you're on with Reason Radio on the Todd Feinberg Show. So just like you, when I saw those pictures and I heard that story initially, I knew it was a lie. Yeah. And every person that you played, when I heard that again, because I haven't heard those clips in a while, I heard every one of them when it came out. I knew it was a lie, and I knew it was exactly what you said it was. They're all race-baiting liars. And the way they talk to Democrats, if I was a Democrat, how stupid do they think you really are? I mean, Hmm. they lie right to your face, and they still expect you not to. Peel the onion one more layer to find out what really happened. And they still expect you to vote for them. And you will. And i that's the thing I can't understand. They talk to you like you're so stupid. They lie to your face and you still vote for them. Explain that to me. I don't. I, like, again, you you got you got me on that one. I don't get well, it. It, it yeah. It's so true. I, it, I get I get so. Say again. Yeah, on, on our side, yeah, they don't care that they that they lie and it pisses the other side off. 
But they continually lie. How many more times are they going to lie right directly to your face? And then within your own communities, you are suffering because they're lying to you. They are telling you that everything's okay in your community while they demonstrate policing across this country all the way to borders and, and the, the underrepresented so-called minority communities suffer the most. Yeah. And you still vote for them. And again, what what happens again with and this is the part about this whole thing with the police department. If you are not supporting the people who are willing to do these jobs to risk their lives, right? If you if you're not willing to support the people who are doing a job that many people won't do. Remember, their numbers are down. Recruitment is way down across the board. Way. It's exactly way down. Morale within the department is down because they don't feel supported. Now, imagine, what do you think you're going to get? Do you really think that you can legislate anarchy? Do you really think that? You can't legislate anarchy. So something has to be done. So if these idiots who are drunk on power can't get it, through their thick skulls, that if the police force decides to put their badges down and go home. We are all in trouble. Oh, we're all in trouble, man. And there's that no way that you can win an election. I mean, like I said, your legislative body and legislative power means nothing when the, when, when the, 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 the uh, lunatics are running the asylum. Well, hopefully we've seen the worst of it because it's, it's pretty bad all over the place. And hopefully we've seen the worst of it, Reese, because I don't know. I mean, we, I've never seen the hypocrisy so deep and so evil because they know that people are, people are being hurt within communities they say they're going to represent and they will. Yeah. But they've been doing that in Democrat cities for decades. But it's, in, it's all over suburbia and all over the border. It's all over America now. And I just can't even understand how a Democrat – I can't even understand how you can't turn over this voting cycle and let's get some regulation back into this country and get some law and order and get some safety. Yes, just exactly. I just again, this is a lesson we don't need to learn with the lives of individuals. These officers do should not. They should not be the turning point in our society. They shouldn't have to give their lives in order for us to realize that this is a bad idea. Okay, it's like we should not have to. We shouldn't have human sacrifices for us to learn our lesson. We've got to knock it off. We saw it in summer 2020. They closed their eyes. They didn't care, and they knew that this was going to happen. Yeah, I saw it. We all saw it. There has to be. There needs to be a reckoning because you've emboldened all of these people to think like that. There's no ramifications for consequences. You can stand up, like you said about Michael Brown, you can stand up right in front of a cop and think, because you've been brainwashed, that they're not going to do anything because they've been defunded and demoralized so bad that you can do whatever you want. And that's what he thought. That's what Michael Brown thought. And Yeah, and just like the the so-called leaders of those communities and in entertainment and in sports, like LeBron James literally said that young black men are being hunted in the street. No, sir. Which is, again... Which is a, a oh gosh, I know. I'm going to tell a story later on, but you think I appreciate what you just said, because you just literally conjured up something in my head. Thank you so much for the call. man. We got to take a break. And I thank you, man. I, you have no idea what you just oh, what you just inspired me to say in the next break. We'll be back after this. Stick around. It's Reese on the radio filling in for Todd Feinberg on News Talk 1080 WTIC.
That's such a great song. It's Reese on the radio filling in for Todd Feinberg on News Talk 1080 WTIC. Not going to take any calls now. Did you ever see, Joey, let me, let me get you on the mic if I can for a second. You just played that song. <laughs> you just played that song, uh, Pick Up the Pieces. It was the average white band, right? Joey, are you there? Yes, get yeah. headphones. <laughs> huh? What's, oh, you're grabbing headphones. Okay, so you know that song. Okay, so Pick Up the Pieces by Average White Band. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, did you remember that TV show Martin with Martin Lawrence? My and Heck yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes, folks. Look this up on YouTube. Uh, a very young and barely known Tracy Morgan used to be on that show. Um, and he was hilarious in the bits that he was. I never liked the Martin show, but when Tracy Morgan was on, he was classic. You have to look up this video before we go to traffic. Find this video if you can on YouTube. It is uh, Tracy Morgan playing <laughs> playing Pick Up the Pieces by the Average White Band. He's got a saxophone with a gazoo on the, on the tip of it. <laughs> it is the funniest piece I've ever seen of improvised comedy ever. It is completely ad-libbed and it is hilarious and he's just he's because he can't play the saxophone he's playing it into a kazoo and he's like and he's just sliding back and forth like janet jackson and going pick up the pieces it's just what's her girl's name on there shenane shenane yes classic television Let's go to traffic with Mark Christopher to BPS Traffic Center. Did you like Martin, uh, Mark? Yeah, great show. Okay. Great show. And I've, and I've seen Average White Band a couple of times. They are tre- you, They still are tremendous. Yeah, they, they still they are. Really They've got another are. song called uh, Cut the Cake that I play at weddings all the time. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, you played for the cake, uh, cake cutting The cake song. cutting, yep. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, it's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Here we go. Here, oh, I think I got it right here. Here we go. There you go. Sing it. Not a lot of not a lot of uh, lyrics in that song, but that's the one you hear over and over. Cut the cake. Well, we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And don't forget to go to Odyssey to check out me, Reese on the Radio, on the Reese on the Radio Rundown, uh, weeknights at reeseontheradio.com. But you can check me out on the Odyssey app. On, I think I want to say it's after the show airs, but it may be the next day. But nonetheless, you can find it there. Just go to reeseontheradio.com. That's reeseontheradio.com, and you can you get Reese on the Radio anytime you want. Because I'm just a fill-in host here. I, I'm, I'm almost getting comfortable, I, I will admit. 
I, I'm really, to tell you the truth, I'm kind of feeling comfortable here. I almost feel like I'm home. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> but that, that's because TIC has been so welcoming, and I really appreciate that. But none, not, enough about me. Let's get to the phones. Let's go to Dave in Brantford. He wants to talk about immigration and, of course, the Mallorca story. Hey, what's going on, Dave? You're on with Reese on the radio on the Todd Feinberg Show. Yeah, first, I'd like to bow deeply at the waist in gratitude for the police who do a job I could not and would not do. That's Thank my God man. for them. The Thank thin you. blue line between us and anarchy. Thank yes, you sir. for your service. On immigration, I want to make a note. It's not quite about Mayorkas, who is like the leading seditioner of not enforcing our laws. Indeed. He should be tried for treason and put in jail for life. And there's really, he's probably, well, I don't want to say it, because then I'd get the knock at the door. I, I just want to <laughs> mention... All the countries that we're getting the migration from, from Central America, I encourage your listeners, get out your maps. Nicaragua, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Central America. Look at the South American countries, Venezuela, Ecuador, where they're coming from. There's not a reason in the world the South American countries aren't rich and successful like North America. They've got the resources. They've got smart people. What they do not have is our distinctive American culture and our American Constitution. That's right. If if you think about it, Brazil and Argentina are perfectly fine first-world countries. Mm -hmm. But the migrants aren't going to those countries. They want to come to us. And uh, I just want people to think about what is it that we are doing. Uh, And, for instance, we don't get it reported on the news. Venezuela and Nicaragua, as we speak, are infested with Cuban and Russian agents assiduously trying to get a foothold in a place that we used to really try to defend, to keep out communism, and we don't pay any attention to it anymore. Dave, you know what, and thank you for the call, but let me say this to you before you go. You also forget one key factor in all of this, because most of those those, uh, uh, Central American countries and, and, of course, South American countries, a lot of those people who are coming all the way to the Mexican border, some of them are being funded by the likes of the U.N., and American American companies who were funding them, getting them medical treatment to, to, to travel those long routes to get to the southern border. They're literally sponsoring them. So we need to get a foothold on that as well. Because, again, they're not doing this alone. They are be, literally being ushered in by the likes of people who are trying to disseminate, if not destroy, the border the southern border of the United States. They feel like they're doing something noble and they've got to come up against the United States of America. Let's go to traffic with it with the sorry with Mark Christopher in the BBS traffic center. I was trying to find a way to word that Mark. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Live from the NJ diet studios on WTIC news talk 1080. And I'm Reese on the radio filling in for Todd Feinberg today. And tomorrow, so check me out here at 3 o'clock again. Uh, Paul, I'm going to get to you in a second. But, um, folks, check out this documentary. Uh, If you just type in Ami Horowitz, and that's A-M-I, Horowitz. uh, And the title is The Truth Behind the Caravan. This was filmed back in 2018. And Ami Horowitz, friend to the room, friend to the room, went down to the Mexican border to go find out what the truth and the fiction was about the caravan that was coming up. You remember this in 2018, huge caravan coming up to the southern border uh, of, of uh, the United States. And he went down there to actually talk to the people down there. And, and he did a little bit um, of reporting down there that people didn't see. 
southern Mexico in the state of Oaxaca, an area of Mexico which is riddled with narco crime and cursed with extreme poverty. It's also where the camp and base of the caravan is for the night. They're shuttled here as they continue their trek on the United States. Despite the framing of the caravan as being full of women and children, the reality on the ground is quite different. Approximately 90 to 95 percent of the migrants were male. That's an interesting number to note. 90 to 95 percent of thousands were male. Let's go to the phones. 860-522-WTIC, 860-522-9842. Let's go to Paul in Enfield. Hey, Paul, you're on Reese on the radio. Reese, it's a great show. Uh, I always love to have you. Um, Tom Holman is the person. You Google him, H-O-L-M. Oh, yeah. He worked for six presidents. He's on Fox News. He's the authority on immigration. And then secondly, you missed a big player. Well, you didn't miss him, but a big player in immigration and the problem is China. China wants Chile because Chile has lithium. Yeah, and, good point. And it, it intends to destroy the water supplies because you need fresh water to get that lithium. And right now, all the lithium in the world will only make us a million electric cars, and in the United States, we have 24 million. So that's going to be the gaining factor. We're not going electric cars. Secondly, China is involved with the drug cartel in Mexico. Indeed. I think it's an invasion. I think we need to do something if Mexico won't. And in Venezuela, China is involved, too. I know I read about Russia and Cuba, but China is the big player in all the South American countries. Hey, thanks for taking my call. And thank, thank you, work. Paul. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. And that's, you know, it's a huge factor because I almost feel like some of these people that Ami talks about in this in this documentary, which, by the way, you need to see, because what Paul's talking about is very key. It shows you how delusional the people are in this video. Some of the I'm hoping that I could get to because I wasn't prepared to bring it, but I or to get to it. But there's a woman who's in this documentary who's part of the group that's trying to get migrants into the country and they're setting up hospitals and all this other stuff and there's this one woman here it is i'm going to see if we can get this this piece here let me play this real quick here she is i don't know her name exactly but listen ami horowitz is talking to this woman about getting these migrants up there she's from the united states pueblo sin fronteras and she explains how they help the migrants game the u.s immigration system we're working on collaborating with a lot of organizations to do large-scale legal orientation so we can understand their options for refugee and humanitarian protection here in Mexico, as well as their rights to request oh, good. So, you know, and provide you know, mass presentations about like, know your rights, they call them know your rights presentations, like to bring people together and, and make sure they understand that they can organize and they can fight for their rights. Are you helping them on how to, how to speak to reporters? And um, training folks on you know, how to deal with threats. So like, I was telling Fox News here, like, asking really scary questions. So she's saying Fox News is here asking really scary questions. So they don't even say they don't even understand, as Paul has already pointed out, they're aiding places like China. That's that's what they're doing. But what do they think they're doing? They're trying to destroy immigration laws in the United States. And they, are, they think that they're doing a noble thing. Oh, yeah, we don't we don't believe in borders. We believe in open borders. No person is illegal. Fox News is evil. Fentanyl, well, you know, whatever. Who's it affecting? Oh, probably white folks.
those evil white people, this self-hatred. I always thought self-hatred was a bad thing. I get it in the black community all the time. What's wrong with you, Reese? You hate yourself? You don't love your people? I'm like, no, dude. I'm, to be honest with you, I'm just trying to be a logical human being. I don't, I don't really identify as a, a monolith. I, I just, uh, just kind of use common sense. Uh, I, have, I have no love or hate for, hatred for anybody. I love my family. I love people who I know. I can't love an entire group of people based upon the color of their skin. That sounds silly. Why don't they ever, ever ask when violence happens in the inner city and young black kids are killing themselves in gang violence? Why isn't there never, hey, boy, what do you not, you not love yourself? <laughs> why is that never, ever brought up? <laughs> why is that argument never made? When young kids are, have to do their homework or watch television on the floor because of stray bullets coming into their house or babies have to sleep in porcelain tubs, just because there's too much violence in their communities by people who look just like them. Why is no one screaming? Well, you, you need more self-love. Why is no one screaming that? But these people are making that argument every day. But there's no, clearly, I guess there's nothing wrong with self-hatred in the white community. Ah, white people are killing themselves with fentanyl coming in over the border. Ah, whatever. We need, we, uh, we need less white people in the world today. Was it Paul Begaglio, the forehead, as Rush used to call him, was over there talking about liberalism? We don't want white people in the liberals. We need to listen to people of color. Do people not understand how racist that is? I, I don't know. I'm moving on. Troy Aikman, famed quarterback. Famed quarterback Troy Aikman. Of the Dallas Cowboys, who's now a, what is he, commentator on ESPN now? No, he's on Monday Night Football. That's right. He's on Monday Night Football on ESPN. He's now apologized for a dumb remark. Oh, do, am I taking Kim? Let me go Let me go to Kim before I change. I don't, want, I don't want to miss Kim. Hey, Kim, you're on with Reese on the radio on the Todd Feiberg Show. Hey, Kim. Hi, Reese. Thank you for letting me on. No problem, dear. So, so let's see if we can tie, tie the dots together here. Yes, ma'am. So we have... Someone who's paying for the buses and the caravans to come up, okay? Right. The name at the end. We have someone who has paid for uh, the, the DAs and the prosecutors for the criminal activities that are going on in the cities and the suburbs now. That's true. Of the U U.S. We have someone who claimed with Obama on tape or and claimed that he and Obama undermined the, the elected government of Ukraine. That's and right. we have... And we have someone who's uh, talked about having open society where drugs and uh, every kind of debauchery was accepted, undermining the culture. What name is that? Do you know the name? I think everyone else knows the name. Do you are, know we talking, it are we talking about an oil magnet by the name of Soros? Well, I don't know if he's an oil magnet, but he's, he's someone who's trying to corner the market of all energy, by the way. <laughs> And so, so it's a feudal thing. If you control the food and the fuel of, of, of countries, you control those countries. No, and I apologize. I shouldn't have called him an oil magnet. He's a shipping magnet. My bad. That's what, He's in shipping. That's what Soros is in. Thank you for reminding me. In yes. Europe, their problem was the uh, illegal immigrants from Africa coming into, into mm -hmm. Italy. And, you know, and George, I, George Soros' operation there. You know, I hate to just... To say, 
I hate to just demonize Soros because there's so many other bigger fish. Don't forget Mike Bloomberg either. No, you understand. It's Soros did this. He's the head of the snake. He did this a long time ago, and he's been at it and at the best at it too. Yeah. If you read the Shadow Party by David Horowitz, I'm sorry to be a one-trick pony. No, that's okay. It tells you so much. The Shadow Party by David Horowitz. He knew about it soon after um, Obama, or actually it was written in 2006, I think, that book. And he kept, former communist, by the way. Yeah, former Democrat, yeah. How they're doing it, how they're using the media to present something. And he's telling you what they did with our laws. By the way, he showed about New York and Connecticut, Mm -hmm. how Soros grabbed, uh, has control in Connecticut. And it tells you how they undermined the country. By the way, cop killing, cop killing was mentioned. The first time I ever heard about the cop killing is organized, is in the shadow party. Wow. You, you know, it's interesting you, about that. George Soros wrote an article that I believe, I can't remember which paper it was in. It, you may have, I don't know if you followed him to that degree, Kim, but was it the Washington Post that he did an op-ed or was it somewhere else? Just recently, I want to say a couple of months ago. Uh, Are you familiar uh, with this? Killing? No, no. George Soros wrote an article because, of course, he's been maligned in the media as this person who's been funding these DAs who are, you know, who are pretty much pushing his agenda. Kim Fox in Chicago, uh, yeah. this lunatic, Albert, whatever his name is, in New York City. Um, but he's been funding pretty much the campaigns of all of these DAs um, in, in Los Angeles. And he wrote this op-ed because he's been, people have been going after him saying that he's been funding this. So in the article, I'm paraphrasing here, he says in the article that he doesn't believe that any person of color, particularly black people, should be in jail. And my response yeah. to that is and to tell you how radical that is. Right. And he it, is using minorities to get. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The undermining of the country. And by the way, we have problems with Russia and China. Guess who's causing those problems, too, because he was big on China, but China said, no, we want to have our sovereignty, and we don't want to be told by the well, West yeah, that, right. how to live our lives. <laughs> right. He's undermining them, too. Well, yeah, he can't. Look, that's a, you know, Xi Jinping is never going to stand for being under the thumb of anyone. That guy is a true oligarch to right. the umpteenth degree. There was no and, way a guy like Soros was ever going to change that guy's mind. And Putin is the arch enemy of Soros because Soros tried to come oh, in very true. 1990s to come in and take uh, the oil and energy market. It's the only market they have in Russia. And Putin sent them packing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and, and I've and I've heard those stories. But but back to my point about this this Soros thing. He writes this article and says he doesn't want to see one black person in jail. And I mean, I, I'm, I wish a lot of people would listen to what he's saying in that. And and again, it's if that is his ideology, if that's what he believes, that no black person should be in jail. That needs to be questioned further. And by what he means for that or what he means by that. And I need to understand that more because it makes no sense to me. I don't want someone to be put in jail based upon the color of their skin, but I damn sure don't want them not to be put in jail based upon the color of their skin. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't, I want, if we're screaming equality, if we're screaming merit or, well, they're not screaming merit, they're screaming equity which in essence is a fancy word for payback and revenge. Right. I believe, and that's all it is. And and I I think it was uh, Thomas Sowell 
who talking about Derek Bell, uh, who was the former professor of Barack Obama, when he when he introduced critical race theory, Thomas Sowell famously said on Hannity's show back in the 90s, he said, <laughs> no, back in the 2000s, he said, Derek Bell's critical race theory is racism under new management. And that's oh, what this is. Yes. That's clearly and what this if, is. And if you believe that no minority or black person should be in, in jail for anything, isn't that a license to kill? That's it's exactly to, what that is. To, and that's how people are going to start to view black people. This hurts the black uh, people much more than it helps. But I kind of feel like that's the plan. And it's weird, but I do. I do believe that it sounds it crazy. It sounds crazy, but this is my theory, Kim. And I'm, I'm not really con like a conspiracy nut. So hear me out a little bit, mm -hmm. okay? What I truly believe is that all of these people screaming about reparations and retribution for slavery in this country, I believe that there is a toxic, a toxic view within the Democrat Party that says, you know, if we wait long enough and we get them to accept certain things that will diminish their population in the United States, we'll introduce abortion to them, we'll not regulate the crime in their communities, will promote um, debauchery to the point of, you know, changing people's uh, gender. We put them under these, our, our usual, you know, ideology. They don't procreate. We diminish their population. And then we get to them later. When they become so little, then That's we'll give right. them reparations. When in essence, they're diminished as a population entirely. Right. It's divide and conquer and... Uh... Once they take out one group, they can go after the other group. Um, I've seen what they've done to Ukraine. They've managed to divide everybody there in, in, in Ukraine. They managed to do it in any other country that they, that they go after. And it's true. This is very planned. They want racial strife. They want strife of all kinds. And meanwhile, they're the ones who are going to profit by it. And years ago, when I was, and, and you, can, you know your audience, Anyone will tell you. I've talked about Soros long before anybody else talked about them. <laughs> and I, I actually went to the FBI at a talk show that um, had a banquet, and I chased down the, the, the microphone, and I talked to the FBI. I don't know what year it was, but it was like five years before the FBI become, became suspect to anybody. And I actually confronted them as the last caller of the show to say, I want you to make sure that you will never be used against the American people and weaponized and all that. And um, Look at us today. Is, I, I actually have been able to see it ahead of time because I read that book. Wow. Well, we're I'm definitely, trouble. look, I'm, I'm definitely fully they aware. They do have our politicians. Years ago, I found that Bloomy, not Bloomy, but uh, Christopher Murphy was taking money from Soros. A few years after that, Bloomy was said Blumenthal was taking money from George Soros. But mm -hmm. see if you can find it now. You will be very, very hard pressed to find that information now because that that's in the ethers now. Kim, we've got to go because it's the end of the show, and I appreciate you calling in. I let you be conspiratorial with me for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for us to get out of here because we've got to get the traffic in a second. But as, before I get out of here, let me say uh, radio is free, so we thank you for paying attention. Remember to keep JC in your hearts and in your mind. Sean Patrick, we love you and we miss you. Remember that panic is not planning, so plan your work and work your plan. Me, I'm Reese on the radio. You have a good night and a pleasant tomorrow. Keep our police officers in your hearts and your minds as well. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.